Hey y'all, I'm Janelle Yarbrough and welcome to Bloggers and Friends. This is your podcast for discussions around relevant topics and experiences that resonate with the culture. For those of you who roll with me, you know we talk a lot about embracing the possibility of change. We'll continue to touch on that and lots more. Sound good? Word. Let's get into it. Hey, hey, y'all. I hope all of you are having an incredible day today. If not, I'm going to gift you these vibes so you can switch it up on them one time. (laughs) Y'all know how we do. Let me shout out a few of the cities and states where I see folks tuning in. Anchorage, Alaska, Lawrenceville, Georgia, Santa Clara, California, Madisonville, Kentucky, and Richmond, Virginia. I see you. To my new and my returning listeners, as usual, I am grateful. Really, y'all, I am. (laughs) I understand that time is one of the things that you can't get back. So I really value the fact that y'all are tuning in and spending this time with me. Um, Speaking of time, child, can you believe that we are about to hit the fall stretch of 2021? Gah! Like, ah! (laughs) Listen now, I really had to put into perspective the fact that my youngest daughter has spent half of her high school years in a bubble doing online learning. Like, I can't imagine. Like, I already look back and think about how my high school experience is so much different than what these young people are working with today, um, especially in Portland. But, honey, half, half of her high school years online learning, and we've been in a real bubble. As you know, I won't break it down to y'all because I've done it many a times before, but child, look, um, I think about what she has missed out on socially, emotionally, developmentally, and how this pandemic has impacted who she is. I mean, some will never know, right? But what I have watched her do in her own little kooky You know, those of y'all know her, she's a little weird and stubborn, but in her own way, I have seen her stay connected to people who have carved out a space in her heart, sitting on FaceTime with the phone staring up at the ceiling. I told y'all, she's kooky. Or up at (laughs) 2, 3 in the morning, giggling and laughing, finding nitpicky ways to get on each other's nerves, her and her friends do, right? And watching them be there to support one another has just been, you know, it's just, it's just been a beautiful thing in this time where people are so disconnected. I, I'm proud of her for being able to maintain those um, connections with people. I myself, I'm not a phone person. Matter of fact, I hate the phone with a passion. <laughs> Ask about me. (laughs) I am the type of person that appreciates real-time, in-person interactions. I wish I could say that this pandemic has changed my thoughts and feelings around that, but it hasn't. (laughs) Even in the office, I will video chat someone with a two-minute question. Honey, pick up the phone. What? No, I am video chatting you. (laughs) 
because I need to see their faces, their facial expressions. And, and honey, I need to catch vibes, okay? I know my staff get tired of me. But every blue moon, I will step outside of my own box and I will pick up the phone and dial someone up for no reason at all other than to check in with them. Well, this week, I did just that. And I am so happy I did. I was on my way home from the office and I had been thinking about how I needed to check in on my girl for a sec. So I thought that the drive home would be a perfect time. Why? Because I had nothing but time. (laughs) A 40-minute drive, y'all. We caught up. We caught a few laughs, sprinkled a little black girl magic on one another, and filled our tanks until the next time. Listen, y'all know me by now. I'm a thinker in any meaningful interaction that I have with someone sits on my mind and on my heart, um, on extended auto process. (laughs) So essentially, the conversation keeps going and going and going. Long (laughs) after I walk away from a person or hang up the phone. I've said it before. And I'm going to say it again. I'm about uncovering and collecting the gems, honey. And the whole conversation in itself was a gift But there were a few things that made it even more so based on what it put in and on my heart. And talk about coincidence, because who knew that a few days later, I would get a call from someone dear to me seeking advice and perspective around some of the thoughts that I had actually been developing and formatting based on that conversation with my girl, right? Man, I tell you, timing is a trip. (laughs) Y'all want to get into this a little bit with me? Word. Let's do it. When I first began deciding on the logo for Fear Not the Journey, I thought about simplicity. Because if you know me, you know I don't like stuff. I don't like clutter. I wanted something that was meaningful and not just cute to look at. Something that had a lifespan and longevity. Um, that aligned with and could grow with the work that I was doing around change and encouraging people to engage with the possibilities um, in change. Um, Then as I continued to piece together thoughts and ideas, I came up with the circle, um, which means all or totality or wholeness. And um, the infinity sign that means infinite possibilities, right? Um, So I put them together and formed this logo to mean essentially infinite possibilities within all. An easy concept to understand, but a challenging concept for folks to believe in, right? How do we get people to see the all that is possible within and for them when they can't see it for themselves? right? Lack of vision, you know? I have two words for y'all. Be seen. People need to see you. People need to know what is possible. If we don't see it, we don't know that it's something that we can achieve. I'm talking representation, folks. I'm talking being the light that sparks someone's vision. Okay, humility, I get it. 
Okay, not wanting to boast. I get it. Okay, quiet success. I'm with it. I feel that. I'm all about that life. But I also feel as though we should not have to defend or dumb down or suppress our gains, our accomplishments, our contributions for the sake of others being uncomfortable with us being out of our place. Child, listen, pause for that. We have been conditioned to believe that greatness and excellence amongst us is an anomaly, an exception, rather than the regular truth that we know exists across the various communities around the world. That's right. I didn't say the country. I said the world. We see on the news the first black this or the first black that. Do you really think that it took us until 2021 to be brilliant, talented, high achievers? No. (laughs) No. And no. (laughs) We have been all of these things forever. Facts. It's just that attention is now being given to the spaces where our brilliance has kicked down the door and where our talent and creativity has reclaimed what had been hijacked and or appropriated. My point is young people need to see you to know that what they dream is possible. Young people lack vision beyond a certain point as a defense mechanism. They don't want to be disappointed. Matter of fact, the world has told them, who do you think you are thinking that much of yourself to think that you can be your dreams? right? How do we combat that? By being seen. We need to recognize the way that we have been conditioned and break left on three. (laughs) It's okay to respectfully speak about success. Your success is our success. I and me are really us and we. Maybe that's just the way my mind works because I think from a community perspective, I just know that we cannot afford to continue downplaying our successes. Representation matters, right? Visibility matters, right? And who else better to be the narrator of your story than you? Child, tell it. (laughs) You are not telling someone, look at what I've done. Look at what I have. Look at what I've achieved. For the purpose of being braggadocious, but rather for the service in your work, right? Folks, you are teaching folks how to achieve and through those achievements, serve. You know, did you get that? Humility is beautiful, but being seen, being a demonstration, a blue print for others (laughs) is not only necessary, but it is too beautiful. You feel me? Would you tell them? (laughs) We've all seen the TikTok renditions of when you see her, you see me. When you see me, you see her. Period. Honey, (laughs) we all felt that to the giggly core, whether we are talking our kids, or our siblings, honey, you better know that that's me, right? This video warns all, don't try her or else you about to see me. (laughs) 
protective of ours, right? Uh, Well, this is what I want us to confirm in our relationships with the women in our lives. I'm talking value. We value each other when we see ourselves in one another. When I was talking to my girl that day, the pom-poms we had for each other were waving and real. The confirmation, the encouragement, the pump up that we tossed back and forth to each other was everything. You know how I talk about the group chat hype? Well, child, this was a live version. When I say there is enough room for us all, I'm talking plenty, (laughs) okay? We can't claim to value ourselves if we don't value those that are our reflection. When you see her, know that you see me. When you see me, best believe you going to see her. That stands true for all of the women in my life. But an extension of that is the communities that I am a part of. I see myself in all of you. And the intention of my interactions with you is to see you, to love you, to nurture you, to be a blessing to you and to lift you, period. Yeah. So that's it, y'all. We each were seen fit to receive certain blessings. The difference is what you choose to do with those blessings. We have to understand and really know our individual worth in order to accept the charge that has been placed on us via those blessings. We have to believe in ourselves and our ability to show up in greatness and excellence. And we cannot shy away from the responsibility that we have to those who stand on our shoulders to create opportunities for them to strengthen their value and sense of direction by seeing themselves in your reflection. The gift, y'all. The gift of vision, the gift of knowing that there is room and space for us all, the gift of community, the gift of knowing that infinite possibilities within all includes them. We are not an anomaly. We are not an exception. Our brilliance is the normal. We were put in our place in order to remedy the insecurities and fears of others. Well, child, we rebuke that and refuse to do anything other than shine. Because listen, honey, others are welcome to shine along with us, but we are not willing to dim our light on account of anyone's discomfort. You get that? Be great, y'all. Be excellent. I see you. If you like this episode, be sure to subscribe so that you are notified when a new episode is posted. You can stay connected between podcasts by following us on Instagram at fear.not.the.journey. You can also join our page on Facebook at Fear Not The Journey, or you can subscribe to our website and blog by visiting www.fearnotthejourney.com. Thank you for joining us for this episode, and until next time, be well.